Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Will you pray with me? Lord God, Heavenly Father, as we come before you now to hear your word, we ask that you would open our hearts and minds, that their thoughts and meditations would be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Dearly beloved in Christ, this is the third Sunday after the Epiphany. The Sundays in Epiphany, as we have discovered, are a manifestation of exactly who Christ is. We begin to see the healings, the preachings, and the teachings. And though it may feel to us like the darkness is winning in our day and age, God's word reveals the darkness is actually waning. The light of the world has come, and we celebrate that. And we recognize that we may not think it is coming as we at times sit in the dark, in suffering, in isolation, in doubt, in wonder. But we are also comforted to know that it does come like the day of summer comes. A month ago, we talked about it being the longest day of the year or the longest night of the year, however you want to phrase that. December 21st, we had seven hours and 27 minutes of daylight. Today, we will have eight hours and 23 minutes of daylight. And by June 21st, we will have 17 hours. And so the daylight, it comes. The season of epiphany recognizes that the light, it has come. And here in our text from the Gospel of St. Matthew in the fourth chapter, we get glimpses of how that light is experienced as both law and gospel before us. The light of God's holy word. It shines in the darkness. It shines also to expose to expose our sin, to expose the misdeeds and our rebellion, and it calls us to repent. And this is just what we see here in the fourth chapter of Matthew this morning. Matthew quotes the words of Isaiah about the light shining in order to set up the beginning of Christ's public ministry. And so it starts... Christ begins to preach and to teach. And the very first words that Jesus says, first and foremost, is repent. His public preaching begins with a message of repentance. And the exposing light of God's law calls us to repent. And we recognize that our natural inclination may be, therefore, then to bury our head in the darkness and hide from this exposing light. We're too ashamed. We're too afraid. We're too guilty. Or maybe we're in denial about the fact that we sin at all, that at least we're not as bad as my next door neighbor. But Jesus Christ, our Lord, has even more to say and to do which blinds us with the glory of God's law and reveals our dark failings as he continues on in his ministry. But in the same breath, recognize that Jesus also announces 
that the kingdom, the reign of God, is at hand. And so Christ is signaling that a new dawn, a new day, has begun. Most of our churches sang of this dawn just a few weeks ago at the end of Christmas Eve services as we sang Silent Night, Holy Night, Son of God, Love's Pure Light, Radiant Beams from Thy Holy Face with the Dawn of Redeeming Grace. With the birth of Jesus, the gracious, redeeming love of God shines anew. It shines afresh. And with the saints of old, we have been waiting. We've been waiting for the Lord as one who waits for a long, dark night to be vanquished by the first rays of the morning dawn. Jesus Christ himself shines, shines the radiant beams of God's redeeming grace upon us. Most teenagers, if you wake them up in the morning and shine the light or turn on the light, they cower quickly under the blankets or pillows because the light is just too much. And while too much light too quickly can be as painful as a direct call to repentance, Matthew's quotation of Isaiah and the application to Jesus gives the assurance that Christ's presence among us, Christ's presence in word and sacrament is not just a consuming fire, but rather it is a cleansing coal from the altar of God. You see, God does not just expose our sin, but he shines. He does not just wound, but rather he binds up And so it was that the word of God to Isaiah is good news. Cleansed in Christ is who we are. There is forgiveness. Therefore, that is why he is the one to fear, love, and trust above all other things. This text also from St. Matthew begins to talk about the disciples that Jesus called. And the call to follow Jesus does not always mean ease. We're no strangers to that. We know that following Christ does not always mean that there is comfort, that there is wealth, but rather the opposite, bearing a cross. But we also know that in the end, as we follow Christ, we find everlasting life and salvation. Graciously, tenderly, continuously, Jesus Christ calls, and it is he who comes to us. Whatever may be our problem, whatever may be our heartache, whatever may be our disappointment, he comes to us, and he gives us comfort, strength, and guidance. He loves you. And he says, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. You belong to me. We know that it is not always easy. 
but the end result is everlasting life. Day in and day out, we have our struggles. Are we mourning? Are we weeping? He tells us, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Maybe we're not mourning or weeping. Maybe we're doubting. Maybe we're asking questions that seem unanswerable in our lives. He said to Thomas, put your finger here. See my hands. Put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Maybe we're not mourning, maybe we're not weeping, maybe we're not doubting or asking questions. But maybe we've denied him, or we've been ashamed of him. He calls Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. And so it is that the days are getting brighter, getting brighter and more and more each day. And though in our day-to-day life it may feel to us like the darkness is winning, God's holy word reveals that the darkness is waning. The light of the world, we remember, has already come. And every single passing day brings us closer to the great and glorious day of our Lord's return. The great dawn is closer now than when we first believed. The literal lengthening of daylight in this season also is a reminder for us in the season of epiphany that God's gracious reign in Christ is hastening toward us. And it may feel from time to time like our consciences and our world are stuck in Good Friday or the silence and the shadows of the Holy Saturday. But we cling and we know that the dawn of Easter is coming. For it tells us that in this God revealed in Christ Jesus, this Lord, there is forgiveness. Therefore, that is again why he is the one to fear, love, and trust above all other things. The turning of our hearts begins with his forgiving hand. It is his forgiveness that produces faith. It is his forgiveness that produces trust. It is his goodness that leads us to repentance and faith. This is the Lord's gift of faith to us that we have in this God, Jesus Christ. Out of the depths is our prayer to the one who is risen, to the one in whom we trust because he, the Lord Jesus Christ, is the only one in whom there is forgiveness. So we wait. We wait for it as watchmen wait for the morning, our souls longing, waiting, confident that even now in our day-to-day life, even on us who dwell in the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. 
At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.